Welcome to Seat Time, everybody. Brian Pierce here. I was lucky enough to MC the Red Bull Override this past weekend as it happened to go on at Rocky Ridge Ranch. The event was awesome and Manny Littenbecker was the winner. I got a chance to chat with him while he was in Germany and I was here. So this is an audio call. Hopefully you guys enjoy another Seat Time podcast. If you do, you can support Seat Time by purchasing a shirt, a hoodie, or some stickers at fpmg.threadless.com. There will be links in the show notes. Also, make sure you follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash seattimeco. Thanks for listening, guys. Manny, you rode awesome this past weekend at the 2019 Red Bull Override. So I guess high level, congratulations. What did you think of the event? <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. Appreciating it. Yeah, I thought it, it's such a good event. Like it turned out so good and Red Bull done a great job to, to building up this, this awesome event. Like it's a new format with this, with them six hours races and. Um, also to to race into the darkness, so it was kind of like a special feelings, and yeah, the atmosphere was great. Track was was really nice. Like I think it was perfect for um, like a ho- like an amateur rider, like from the technical side, because it wasn't like too difficult. So I think everybody w- was kind of enjoying the track, and it was like a good good mix for everybody. So um, I'm really happy to. To got this got this win at the first Red Bull override and yeah, I like was such a good event. Awesome. Well, um, you mentioned two things in there. Obviously, the format was the six hour extreme enduro, but the the kind of the interesting part, right? It's starting at two p.m. in the afternoon and going until eight p.m. in the afternoon, and that six to eight is when you all needed lights. So, had you ever really done an event like this before? I guess in the world of what you've seen for extreme enduros and hard enduros, have there been these six-hour windows, but then also with the night involved, or have there kind of been a little bit of both, but never put together? Um, yeah, of course. Um, you know, like we got this Repo Romaniacs, and it's like a four-day event every every day, kind of like six, know, sorry, six to eight hours of riding. So... I was it know... the same intensity? I guess I know that because the Romaniacs is a little bit GPS based. Does that does that change the intensity for an event like Override versus Romaniacs? Um, for sure, it changed the event a little bit because um, you don't have them laps, so it's always kind of like a new new track going on at Romaniacs. So like you you could push way hard at I would say at the Override, and I think the speed was just a little bit more there because you just know the track and i think also it helped a lot with the darkness because if you have to ride a race and you don't know the track and then it's even like dark it's gonna be like really difficult but i knew like them long races but never raced like a long race in the darkness i have done like one night race which is the wall extreme in italy it's been probably like three years ago or something like this and it was only like a 15 minute um sprint in the darkness so you kind of have like a different kind of riding but um like it was i think uh, such a good mix and i think it was a cool new experience 
Awesome. Well, um, what was it? How did you came to the United States earlier this year for the 2019 TKO, which luckily enough you were able to win, and now you come back for you know the Red Bull uh, override event and you win. It, does it seem that you may be coming in, you, that you're going to be coming to the states a little bit more for 2020, or is do you know if your focus is going to be specifically more on uh, the West events and then how how and when you can come over for special events to the United States? Um, yeah, you know, Ryan, like for, for sure for me, like the first thing and the main focus is on West, like, um, won it this year and I want to defend my title. So it's, it's kind of the goal for 2020, but actually I'm really open to, to go over to the States and have some races there. So I'm definitely coming. What I know now from the schedule is King of Motos, Rev Limiter, and then even some other races which are fitting into the schedule. So I'm excited. I'm just excited to go to go over to the States because it's always good atmosphere and the people are nice and you know, it's it's always like a cool cool thing to, to come over to you guys. Yeah, and now that you guys, I would assume that you have a pretty good schedule or how you travel, right, with your team for West events. But now that you all, for like an event like TKO and an event like West, or I'm sorry, event like override. How do you travel? Do you, you know, bring specific suspension and parts with you that you just like to have on your bike and then run, you know, what they have here? Or do you kind of like to bring an entire motorcycle? What does that look like for you when you, you know, come over the pond? Yeah. <laughs> um, most of the time I'm just bringing like two bags and like some, some parts, I would say like um, KTM US were already helping me out quite a lot this year and next year even more. So next year I probably don't have to bring any kind of stuff with me. But this year it was kind of like brought my own foot packs, own handlebar, grips and yeah, my suspension. So it was more like them them special personalized um parts were I brought and the rest was was I would say completely the same as my bike at home. So um, KTM, KTM is running the same bikes everywhere. So I'm I'm glad to to have this this support from them already this year and next year um, we are even working close more close together. So I'm really happy um, that they're helping me out and it's it's going to be a good thing. Like the team in the US is doing such a good job with Anti as a team manager and. The mechanics are really good, like organized. So I'm, I'm always, always excited to come over and like race for, for the U.S. team, kind of. Right now, you mentioned two, uh, one thing there that I haven't really heard before, and that you said you brought your own foot pegs. So why is it that you brought your own foot pegs? And then, um, what what bike <laughs> were you riding? Uh, what KTM bike were you riding there uh, at the override? Um, yeah, I brought my own foot pegs. Like most of the time, I'm riding the Raptor titanium it's like a english brand like they are really really stable and for me i'm just riding um like same as the mot motocross setup so five millimeters lower it's just i started probably like four years ago and i just liked it more so it's it's more my thing like i know that some of the guys have like five millimeter lower five millimeter back or one centimeter back or stuff like this so i i figured out like that for me this one is is working the best and that's why I'm, most of the time I'm bringing them and 
For override event, I was on a KTM 300 EXE TPI, um, no linkage, so proper European style, which I'm, I think is probably the best bike for extreme so far. Right on. Well, um, you know, it you pretty much led the event the entire time. It looks like off the pictures, you were the first person off of that start log, and then obviously you won the event. So, one, am I correct that you want that you led the entire event the whole time? And two, did you have any issues, um, you know, while on course? Um, yes, had a really good start. Um, the east order was working great, so came out of the start like first and then was kind of leading like in the beginning i think benjamin and herrera and corrigor fanda joined me for the first 15 laps and then i made a little bit of a gap in the first difficult part and from there on i was most of the time riding by my own like only saw them lepers and yeah it was like was a really really good race like it's just cool to to have like a start finish first place so I was really blessed about about my riding in general. Yeah, no, it, it, anytime you came by through the Enduro, you know, I was there emceeing the event. And so I unfortunately was tethered by as far as my wireless mic would take me. But uh, <laughs> it was awesome to watch you come through the Enduro cross section. And then, of course, I did get a chance to run over to that last override section of Screw You. Um, so... You know, the format, too, one of the things that was a little bit different was the opening of these override sections, you know, and that's kind of the whole thing behind the event is every hour and a half opening up a new one of these these override sections. What were your thoughts on that? Is that something that should they do more of those throughout the race? Do you think that the way that they did those works? It, it is kind of a way to just, you know, make it a little bit different, but it seemed that it worked out well. I just wanted to know from, a, you know, from the winner's yeah. perspective what you thought um yeah i thought it it was like a good thing like to open them up like probably you can do even more or like i thought six hours on this track it was quite long <laughs> um for sure like they just said we want to race six hours and we will open like three of them sections so probably just can figure out the way maybe make even like more extreme stuff in that the lap is going to be longer or um, just open up like more override sections so like them sections were quite okay like me like myself I never struggled like nearly cleaned every section because the grip was quite good it was it was really dry so um, yeah I was I was totally um, excited when they opened because I knew that I can make even a little bit of a more gap to the other guys so probably for the next year just make like or like a they probably can make just more um more of them override sections because they i think they were great cool and quickly you know coming over for the tennessee knockout um earlier this year now you did win what were your thoughts on the format i would say that one of the things that we've seen when a lot of europeans have come over before when cody webb was there and healthy and competing to try to take him down right was that he just was able to sprint um, a yeah. lot faster than some of the other racers. Um, and so I wanted to know what you thought about that. Did you feel that the pace was very different and that since the format comes down to this very fast kind of moto style final, um, how that plays, you know, for your thoughts on a lot of the other races in Europe just don't do that. They're much longer and much yeah. more grueling. Yeah. yeah, I would say like for us as a European guys, you know, like it's always 
most of the time after um, Romaniacs. So we are training probably one and a half months before only for like long race um, racing and don't have like this sprint sprint training in our schedule. So I think it's always hard to come to Tennessee, especially with this heat. Like if you're not used to it, you just get like way more tiring um faster and way easier because it's just if you're not used to it it, it makes like it makes you tired so <laughs> um yeah so i'm i think they could like the format is is okay probably they they have such a good like such a good area to ride and they could even make like uh another like a long race so but they they like the format and I understand totally that they want to want to stick with it because it, like the cool thing about Enduro, we we have every kind of race is, is unique, so also different formats. And of course, for us, it's a little bit hard, and we struggle struggle a little bit. But I think I showed I showed a really good speed, and I I pushed them thirty minutes quite good through this year. So I I was totally happy um, about the whole event. Yeah, and it looks like, um, you know, the Tennessee knockout, you mentioned that a little bit earlier that you're going to be heading back over here for a couple events and hopefully the override as well. But Tennessee knockout is going to be round six um, as a Wes event. So yes, now that, you, yeah, now that <laughs> you've done it, now you've won it, right? So obviously you did extremely well at it. How do you think, yeah. how do you think that's going to go? I mean, from knowing the format and what we were just talking about, I mean, it, does, it, does it match up to what you have competed in at other Wes events? Um, I think it's cool that we are going overseas with Wes. It's just, you know, we want to, to make it worldwide and I think it's really like a cool opportunity to have this race in our schedule and, um, I'm totally excited, you know, like won it this year and want to do again next year. And I think it's, it always helps a lot if you have a little bit of experience and you knew the race already, then just to jump into some new races. For some of the guys I know, Graham was there already, Johnny was there already. So, like some of our guys done it already, and they know also the the format. But I would say it's always better if you if you have done it probably twice already, just to just to get used to it and just to have an idea how how the terrain looks like, how the race is going to be. So it's a long day out there. So it's it totally helps a lot to to know them races before awesome no that's a solid point about bringing up the fact that there are you know we've had europeans come over right or or uh, other international racers come yeah. over but we haven't had them at one time but the good thing is is that they there are people like you said uh taddy blazuziak johnny walker graham jarvis all of them have a little bit of history there so for them yeah. they're and yourself you're gonna. You're not gonna be totally blindsided by the heat, the event, and the format, and things like that. So thank you. That's a solid point. Um, yeah. I wanted before I let you go. I wanted to uh, dive a little bit into the fact that you are from Germany, right? You're living in Munich. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Germany. Munich, it's like a small, small village in in the mountains. It's called Kiefersfelden, and it's a good place. Like it's not as good for riding, but for for the rest is. It's a lovely place to to live there. Awesome. Well, hopefully one day, you know, we'll get a chance to visit. We'll be able to do this in person, and I'll get to enjoy Germany. But what I would what <laughs> yeah, I would course. love to know is your favorite beer. 
and not not just maybe for favorite German beer, but maybe while yeah. you've been coming over to the United States, if there's a certain style or type of beer while in the United States that, you know, you're a German, you're from Bavaria, you know, where <laughs> beer is from. Like, what are yeah. your thoughts on American beer? Are we just totally botching it? Or, or do you are you okay with a good IPA every now and again? Um, yeah, like I, I'm a proud Bavarian, so I have to stick with our beer, <laughs> if I'm to be honest, but um <laughs> but i had a shiner the other day um from texas and it was was a really good beer but you know nothing nothing can beat like a good german um beer and especially like we always drink uh Tegernsee. it's like a local beer from it's like 30 minutes from our place and it's such a like just a good beer where where you can enjoy and i think it's like i have to i have to stick with with the Bavarian beer against against the U.S. guys. I can understand that, and I can respect that as well. You guys are obviously the ones that uh, created the created the uh, the trend, you know, many, many, yeah. many, many thousands of years ago, and luckily enough, it's uh, strangely evolved to what it is in the United States. So, yeah. well, here we are, dude. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me. Congrats on coming over to the United States a couple times and obviously winning. Um, it's been great to watch your growth. You know, I was looking back at some of the West results and it wasn't one of those things where you went out and won every event, but you were extremely consistent. And towards the end of the year is when you really started to take your wins and continue, consistently get on the podium. So I think it's, it shows that the work that you're putting in is working and yeah. uh, it, you're going to be a force to re-reckon with in 2020. So keep it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying it. You know, like this was my kind of a goal you know to be a consistent guy like we saw it with Danji you know like he won he won the championships because he was a consistent guy and and I'm always always choking around that I'm I'm the Danji of Enduro so <laughs> um yeah I'm trying to be really consistent and I was really happy with my with my whole season you know like with them fast races especially how I'm how I improved in in this kind of racing so I was super, super happy with some results. Like the second place at Hawksome was like big surprise and just like coming out of nothing. So I knew that I had to put a lot of work in and it's nice that it's like it's paying off, you know, like you put so much effort in that it's working out and it's nice to see to see that it's paying off. And I'm I'm even more excited now. Like I'm I'm trying my best to, to get ready over the winter and train in, in them parts where I still can improve and hopefully we can even come back more stronger than this year. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, you're doing yeah. it, so keep it up. And I can't believe it. You're, <laughs> you're only 21, right? You're, you're only you're, only 21, still a baby. Yeah, that's all right, man. You're, you're being awesome. And I, I'm 40 and just jealous as I'll get out. So just keep it up, my man, and uh, have fun. And again, thank you very much for the time. No problem, no problem. It was such a pleasure. All right, well, now that I have your number, I'll try not to uh, randomly call you in the middle of the night to see if you'll answer. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> have a good one, man. We'll chat soon. Uh, yeah, cheers, mate. Bye. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed another Seat Time podcast. I certainly had a ton of fun at Red Bull Override MC in the event, getting a chance to say hi to a bunch of people I hadn't met and or seen in a while. I just had a lot of fun doing that. So I'd love to make it back to King of the Motos to MC that event again. So if you happen to know somebody who can make that happen, definitely put my name in the hat. If you'd like to support Seat Time, please buy a shirt, buy a hoodie, grab some stickers from fpmg.threadless.com. 
I'll go ahead and put that in the show notes again, or find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash seattimeco. Give us a subscribe, watch a few of our videos, and just have a great time with us on the internet. Thanks again, guys.